Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, friends. Welcome, one and all. It's another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona. And I'm so happy that you're joining me here today. This little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your inner personal power and self-confidence, as well as creating magic and miracles in all areas of your life. Simply by using a little bit of help, from your angels and guides, and most importantly, that divine and loving conscious energy of the magic universe that we are each a part of. So, are you ready? Are you ready to live your magic? Are you ready to be who you really are? Then join me during this hour, and I am going to invite you to awaken your true magic. So grab yourself a cup of tea, settle in, and this is going to be a fun and magical hour. I am Sharona Rapsick, and I am your radio host. I am also uh, a tarot master reader teacher and scholar, too, and I'm also an angel Reiki master, spiritual life coach, as well as a teacher of the magical and intuitive arts. Um, I also like to say that I am a mystic and a manifestation coach, and I love using such divination tools as tarot and astrology to help you manifest the life of your dreams. And I know I'm following my dreams. That's what this little radio show is all about. And... I'm also an artist and a designer, and I am the creator of the soon-to-be-released Boho Pixie Tarot deck, all dedicated to the life, art, and legacy of Miss Pamela Coleman-Smith. And I'm also the author of its guidebook, The Little White Dog, where I share my revolutionary system for reading tarot that will have you reading and interpreting tarot faster than you can say pixie. And I'm coming to you live today from the Big Apple, New York City. And it started off as a cloudy day, but guess what? The sun is starting to come out and it's starting to break through the clouds, which is always a nice way to begin a show. So let me tell you a little bit about this show. Uh, Magic Universe with Sharona is a live call-in radio show. And here we talk about such topics as angels, crystals, energy healing, tarot, and oracle cards, astrology, synchronicity, how to raise your energy so that you can have good, good, good high vibrations. And that way, you can create and generate more love and magic into your life. I also love on this show introducing you to great people in our tarot and metaphysical community. And today, I have a really special guest, Miss Dina Barrett. Now, just to tell you a little bit about the show, Magic Universe is on the air live always on the second and fourth Sunday of each and every month. Now, this is a live call-in show, so after I... To today's interview, um, I will be taking a few calls, so if you'd like to call in for a free mini reading, an angel message, maybe a little angel Reiki, who knows, you want to call in to 714-816-4628, and that's just to listen. If you want me to take, my call, take your call live on the air, you need to press the number one that's on your phone keypad. And that will flag flag you on the switchboard so that I know that you want me to take your call. But remember, keep listening. Don't hang up. Because if you do so, you're going to lose your spot in the line. And uh, I see we already have some people already in line. Uh, 
that want me to take their call. Now, also, we do have a chat room. So if you go to the tarotgill.com forward slash chat, you can also uh, go into the chat room. You can meet some people in there, and I'll be checking in to see if there's any questions coming in from the chat room. And um, I'm not on the air. I always have to remind people you can always reach me at psychictalk.net forward slash Sharona. So you can always email me and let me know uh, what you're interested in, in and all those things. Okay, so we are going to, now that we have that all out of the way, it is time for us to to start our show. So it's time to rock and roll and get our magic on. Okay, before we start, though, I almost forgot, I always draw a card. And just to kind of get the feeling for today. And the card that I drew today is the Queen of Wands. Now, it's very interesting. I love the court cards in the tarot. Some people kind of don't know what to do with them. But um, for me, I believe that the tarot cards deliver messages. And these messages can be from our higher self, angels, or loved ones in spirit. And they also show up because they want to be role models. And they want us to you know, embody a particular um, persona in a particular situation. So getting back to the Queen of Wands, the message that I'm getting from her is that, um, you know, you can do anything. Go after what you want. You can hit your target and you can, you know, you're really good at attracting helpful people and opportunities. So don't underestimate yourself. You have everything you need to succeed. And uh, this card will often show up when there's a lot of work that needs to be done and you have to become like a superhero, superwoman or superman and embody the energy of the Queen of the Wands because the Queen of Wands is very efficient at playing many roles and multitasking. And, you know, Queen of Wands, I go he, she, because anyone can be the Queen of Wands. Uh, you don't have to be a she. You can be a he. You can be whoever you want to be. And Queen of Wands does everything with a tremendous style and flair. Okay. So uh, that's our card for the day. So uh, it is time to welcome our special guest today. And our special guest today is Dina Barron. Now, let me just tell you a little something about this lady. She has studied tarot and other divinatory disciplines for over 20 years. And she uses her knowledge of tarot, astrology, numerology, charm casting, and intuition to guide her clients through life-changing decisions. And uh, she's going to be telling us all about how her education started at an early age with her grandmother, who was a small but mighty woman, but an astrology devotee. And she would often speak to little Dina in terms of the astrology sign and characteristics and attributes. So these insights were so uncanny that Dina learned to use this information to gain insight and clarity on situations and to help others. So I want you to give a big welcome to Dina Barron. Hey, Dina. Hi. Hey, Sharona. How are you? I'm good. And I'm even better since you're here and you're joining us here today. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for You're coming welcome. I, on board. I love that you pulled. My pleasure. My pleasure. I love that you pulled the Queen of Wands because I feel like, you know, she's all about her creativity and her passion. And I feel like this is exactly what your show is about. So I'm thrilled that she was the card of the day because I'm totally on board with what she's bringing. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Well, she's also, it's funny, she's my significator card because I'm an Aries so there it was. It just popped up, and uh, I put that card up there out to you, and as well as up on Instagram and Facebook. 
So, Dina, this little show is about love and magic. And, you know, I always start off by asking uh, my special guests, how do you bring love and magic into your life? Well, I feel like love and magic are so essential to, like, living and breathing in this world. And so I... I really bring it in. When I was thinking about this, I was like, you know what? I bring it in in three different ways. I wanted to share those three ways with you. And, um, and, and it kind of encompasses how I live as well. But the first way is through a morning routine. Like every morning when I wake up, I I have a, a meditation, a tapping, like a cleansing chakra ritual and journaling practice. And I feel like that really brings me into, like, you know, I, I envision myself in this white light and, and bringing just, like, joy and love and positivity out into the world that really gets me off on the right foot. And um, secondly, my highest value is really education and learning. Like, I am, I consider myself a perpetual student, even though I am a teacher and I do work with clients doing readings, and I I know that I'm not like an entry-level student anymore, but I have this undying passion to just keep learning. Like, I want there to be to be more. It's funny, um, one of my teachers who you know very well, Wald Amberstone, used to always say to me, like, my knowledge is, my my thirst and hunger for knowledge is, is endless. Like, I just want to learn more. So I feel as though that keeps me really passionate and, and alert and, you know, just, it, it brings in a lot of magic for me. And and the last thing is, is this, this sense of curiosity and connection that I, I bring to, to my client work, that I bring to work with my students, and that I really bring to my day-to-day life. Like, I just really want to learn about people. Um, I just want to, I want to be open, and I feel as though I have this philosophy of anything that aligns with me energetically, I want to say yes to. And by saying yes, my world just opens up. Like, like it just happened um, just a couple of days ago. Um, somebody canceled last minute to, to do tarot readings at a, at a bachelorette party here in the city. So I got a call like at the last minute, and they're like, can you go? Can, can you re- do readings for this bachelorette party? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. So I jumped in, and it was not a large group. It was eight women, and I got to spend 15 minutes with each of these women, and I was like, this is my absolute favorite thing because I really got to know each of the women and I learned something from all of them. So I feel as though it's an exchange. So how I bring love and magic in the world is kind of both, it's a giving and receiving and it just, it it lifts me up and it gets me excited to continue doing this work every day. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you know, um, you know, love and magic is the foundation of everything, and uh, you know, tarot and combining that with our spiritual um, journey is is you know, it's it's so it's so important. And can you tell us a little bit more about um, how you got into tarot? I know that um, when I read your bio, you talked about your grandmother who was into astrology. I, I know our listeners would love to hear more about that. Sure, sure. Because everyone comes to tarot, like everyone's got what I call their tarot story. So um, growing up, my grandmother was, um, who I'm a Taurus, and my grandmother was also a Taurus, and she and Taurus, you know, were like very much, they're loyal, but they're, they're teachers. Like, And my grandmother was a teacher, and she really knew her students she really knew people and I and I I used to watch her and she was like well you know this person's you know a Pisces or or this person's a Leo or this person's a Capricorn and she would describe I'm like well what does that mean you know she would she's like oh well of course they did that they're Gemini and she would and I was like I don't understand but slowly I began to learn how people are so different and you can get just to like a a little glimpse of how they think or how they operate in the world, like what perspective they're coming from, from, from just their astrological sign. But that, of course, 
piqued my curiosity. So um, I used to be that like that girl on the on the boardwalk. I grew up in New Jersey, and we weren't you know we, we would sometimes travel down to Atlantic City, and you know they had all different kinds of characters on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. And I remember walking on the boardwalk with my parents one day, and we passed by a palm reader, and I said to my mom, "Oh my God, I want to get my palm read." And she's like, "Keep moving, you know, we're not stopping for this woman and getting her, you know, our palms read." But it was always just inborn, like into me. And um, after I graduated college and I moved back to New York City, I was working a job where I seemed to be working all the time. (laughs) I was working, you know, early. I was working late. Like my hours were like 7 a.m. to like 9 p.m. It just seemed like I was always working. And I noticed the people that left a little bit early um, always were going to a class. So I've got a class. I'm leaving early. And everybody's like, oh, great, you know, have a good night. Meanwhile, I would try to leave at like 7 p.m. and they'd be like half day. I'm like, oh, man, I got to get a class. I got to find a place to get like a little bit of breathing room out of here. And I was passing by, I'm going to date myself here, but I was passing by one of those little kiosks on the corner where they had like learning annex pamphlets where you could, you know, kind of just leaf through and find out what was being offered. And I found through my leafing through of one of the catalogs that I picked up on the corner, an intro to tarot class. And I thought to myself, there's my class. And it was only for six weeks. It was an intro to class. Um, It was taught by a wonderful teacher by the name of Patty Canova. And so my first uh, window into tarot was, um, was through her. And I, it, it blew me away. Like, I was just like, I can't get enough of this. But it, after that class ended, um, there wasn't, like, I wanted to just keep going. And um, what I ultimately found was Walton Ruth Ann's Tarot School, which offered a class every Monday night. So every Monday night, I could go and I could learn about the tarot. So I started going every Monday night. And I continued to go every Monday night for about eight years because what they do in the tarot school is it's kind of like the rotisserie chicken approach. It's like every, every year they kind of rotate the chicken, they rotate the tarot. So you approach it from a different (laughs) way. And, um, and I was learning it in new ways. So I learned and, 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 and so that kind of started things off. And then I started going to, you know, the reader studio. They would have this big tarot conference every year where it like opened up my world and I met new people doing totally different things. And it just like blew my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can do this. Like there is, and, and I'm a Gemini moon. So I like, I like variety. I don't like to have, like, I don't like to always go the same way. I don't always like to give the same answer or the same pat answer. So I'm always trying to like elaborate and change and like see things from a new perspective. So I felt like, wow, tarot is a great way to do this. And um, all of these new teachers and it opened me up to, you know, I, I bought different books. I met different authors. And I, that, this is where I just found out about all these different modalities. Like it just, really opened my world. So, um, but it all started, which was the question that you asked me, how did this all get started with my grandmother, but my own innate curiosity kept me going. And even now that I am not a, a regular student in anyone's classroom, I do like, for example, um, a, a wonderful author and teacher by the name of Jenna Matlin just offered a, um, a retreat. It was in Ireland. It was a, like a ghost tour and it was, exploring like the mystical and liminal parts of Ireland, but there was also tarot and tea leaf reading. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Ireland. And I I met all these wonderful people and I learned a whole lot of new things. And just every time you kind of dip your toe in this pool of divination, something magical happens, something new happens. And I feel as though I have been so blessed to have started reading the cards at an earlier age, and my education um, started young, but it still continues. And um, I have this ongoing, and I think forever love affair with the tarot cards. Even though I do astrology, and I do numerology, and I love the charms, my first heart, my first love is tarot. Like, I always joke with people, and I say, I speak two languages. I speak English. And I speak the language of tarot. Yeah, and I speak them both fluently. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. Tarot, 
it is so, you know, there's so many levels. I mean, one is it's a language. You know, you uh, you can speak through, but it's a language, you know, it's a language through symbols. So what's so cool, I think why it's so popular is you don't have to speak English. You know, our first language is through symbols. But, uh, yeah, you and know, color. It, and it, color is like everyone color, has experience yeah. with color. So it's like even that's why I always say to people, I'm like, do you think you can't read the cards? But do you have a favorite color? Do you have a color that you don't like? Like, do you have an image, like, like people see, like, a tree, and they, maybe they think of strength, or maybe they think of growth, or maybe they think of, you know, I don't know, the branches and having there being a lot of, like, expansion and abundance out there. Like, there's a lot of different ways to hear meaning, and then, like, find something, and, and, and find something to kind of, like, latch that onto a message. Like, that could be your message of that card. It doesn't have to be through the traditional meaning. Like, that, that's yes. the magic of tarot. Yep. Magic of, you know, of the symbols. And, you know, tarot, I always tell people, it's like, it's like a, a library. You know, it's like a metaphysical library that you can fit into your pocket because it's got in there, you know, astrology and the Kabbalah and numerology and alchemy <laughs> and tales of the um, the quest for the the chalice. There's just so you know it's just this multi-dimensional uh, tool, and every time when you shuffle it, it becomes different again in how it all fits yeah. together. So you're never bored. You're never bored never. with the tarot. That's for sure. I'd love to hear a little bit more. I know that you said that, um, that you do astrology and how you combine astrology along with tarot. That's, you how know, I use that's, astrology that along so with cool. tarot? Mm-hmm. Well, certainly, um, like, for example, um, I'm just going to pull out the Hierophant card because that's one of my birth cards, and I am a Taurus. And so the Hierophant um, has meetings within itself. But then, for example, if the, if the Hierophant were to come up, like, for example, if I were to do a reading right now, and the Hierophant were to come up in a future position, and somebody wanted to know timing, the first thing that I would do is say, okay, well, the Hierophant is in the future position. It's the astrological sign of Taurus. So I'm going to give you timing of mid-spring, April to early May. So I feel like it, that is a logical window for you to work within. Also, you can pull the characteristics of the astrological sign. So you can get more information. Like the, the Hierophant has... It's its own, um, you know, it, it, it has its own meanings associated with it. You know, a lot of times people, you know, sometimes people think of the Hierophant as um, it, it can be somewhat religious or I look at it as education oriented. It can be very rules and ordery kind of thing. And, and then, um, and, and these are all true, you know, of the Hierophant. And then you pull in some of the other characteristics, like Taurus is very loyal and they're very determined. And they, you know, they're known to be a little bit stubborn. So these are extra characteristics and traits that you can pull in to kind of make the tarot card a little bit more three-dimensional and have a little bit more depth. And um, so I feel as though you can use it for timing. You can use it for characteristics. And um, and then and also you can do it to identify somebody like so for example if someone asks me a question and there's somebody else involved and I'll say well is there a Taurus involved kind of thing and and then they could be like well that's interesting that you said that because you know my father is a Taurus or like and, and so kind of and and I, I have this experience with Taurus and, and then sometimes that opens up information as well so I feel as though you can use astrology like 
to me, astrology, I mean, is a massive field of study within itself. And, and tarot is huge and, and deep as well. So I look at tarot and astrology as like either peanut butter and jelly or chocolate and peanut butter, whatever your favorite little combination is. So chocolate alone is delicious and peanut butter alone is awesome. But together, peanut butter and chocolate, they're the bomb, you know? So it's like if you put these two things together, so much more than just what happens. So you can still use the tarot alone and you can still use the astrology alone, but combining them together adds so much depth and meaning that it gives you just a whole new playing field to explore on. Yes. Yes, I love I love how you explained that, how it adds like a whole, you know, it's a whole new level. You brought a whole new... Uh, new color, a new flavor into something that already was was delicious. And you work <laughs> with charms, and that's yeah. you know, charms is something that I'm not I, I'm not that familiar with them. I want to hear more about that because it it sounds fun. It sounds uh, like something really cool. So tell us about that. Well, funny charms. Charms have become um, my mini obsession. <laughs> I just <laughs> love the charms. And, and it's funny because um, what I do, and, and I, I do a lot of parties and events, and, and I do them for literally all ages. Like I've done parties and events for like young kids, like really young kids. And I, you know, I, I unexpectedly found that the charms are phenomenal for this because like you can't really pull a tarot card for like a really young kid and have them be able to like sit there and understand exactly like here's, you know, even if it isn't like the death card or like, you know, something really heavy or deep, it's hard to explain to them what the meaning of a tarot card is. But, you know, here, so what the charms are, charms are like, you know, think of what you would wear around your neck. Like some people wear a heart, some people wear a lightning bolt, some people wear a feather or, you know, they could wear their astrological sign. They could wear the symbol of their astrological sign. So imagine all of the, uh, a million symbols in the world that, you know, and, um, I'm going to give a couple of examples for like, so one of my tarot charms, and I, I just pulled this um, in a client with a client this past week is the puzzle piece. So, um, so the client pulled the puzzle piece and she was like, huh, she's like, this is weird. She goes, I don't like doing puzzles. And I said, okay. I said, well, we're going to use this as a metaphor now. So, um, so when you think of a puzzle and then you think of just like one piece, of the puzzle like what role does that one piece play and she's like well each one piece like she was saying this helps you create a picture so she said maybe what i need to do is see the bigger picture like maybe i'm too focused on like this one little thing and i'm not stepping back and seeing the whole picture she's like oh my gosh she says that's so resonant with me right now she said I need to see the full picture. Like all of a sudden it was like a light bulb went off in her head. And I said, there you go. I said, sometimes the charm itself does not necessarily mean, you know, like for example, I have a charm that is a broom. And yes, the meaning of a broom can be that you sweep the floor kind of thing. Like it could be like, oh, I need to clean up kind of thing. But sometimes what the broom can be, like what do you need to sweep out of your life? What is cluttering up your life right now that is stopping you from either achieving the things that you really want to be doing, or maybe, you know, you're spending a lot of time um, on things that are not serving you in the way that they should. So maybe it's time to sweep away those cobwebs and sweep away those things that are pulling you back so you can move forward in a more direct way. So I have my charms here. If you'd like, I can pull you a charm and we can do a little reading for you. Oh, I'd love that. Love, I'd love that. Okay, so I have my charms here. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to pull a charm and I'm going to let you. Okay, so the charm I pulled, just because we don't, we don't have um, a visual here, I'm going to, the, the first question I usually ask is, what is this item? But because we don't have a visual, I'm going to tell you what the item is. And, um, but I think that you would be able to figure out what it is, because what I pulled is a crown. So... Um, when you think of a crown, 
What comes to mind for you? Okay, well, a crown, to me, um, what comes to mind is leadership, leadership from the top, and, you know, being a good leader, and, you know, being, you know, I also think of, I don't know, it's funny, because <laughs> the image that popped into my head, you know, it's like, I saw these pointed things, and I was going, crown, sun. But, you know, something, uh, a crown shines, you know, kind of be a leader and, you know, not just for yourself, but for others. I love that. I love that. So, um, so then the next question with the charm is, so how does this theme of leadership from the top or being a good leader or shining for others relate to you? Well, um, I, it's something that previous, you know, if you said that to me a year ago, I would say I'm not comfortable with that. But it's something that I'm <laughs> becoming more comfortable with, you know. And not because so much that it's about me, but I think we all really are, we, everyone's a leader in many ways. I mean, there's always something is unique to each person that they can be a leader. And, you know, this whole thing about working together, you know, like what would be cooler than a whole bunch of leaders working together? You know, because there's always that thing about, oh, there can only be one who's a leader. But no, maybe we can all be leaders. And just can you imagine the solutions that we'd come up with if we all could work together? Yeah, and, and other things that I think about with the crown, the crown, like I think that, like sometimes people think of, like, oh, the queen, she wears a crown, and that means like wealth and like fame. But at the same time, I feel as though the crown also is associated with duty and responsibility, mm-hmm. and the fact that you know, if you choose to wear the crown, if you choose to be a leader, you have a lot of responsibility. You have an uh, an obligation to really show up for your people. So like for you, like Sharona, you are doing this podcast and like you are creating your pixie deck that is, you know, you're a leader. You're showing people the way. Like you're going to be teaching people how to read cards in, as you said, as long as the time of it takes for them to say the word pixie. I think a lot of people are challenged by like, oh my God, I need to learn 78 cards and their meanings. And the thing is they don't. They don't with your special leadership, with your special guidance and how you specifically shine your light in the world. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I've got a lot so to So there's your charm meeting, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that crown is nice, but it's kind of heavy on my head. But, you know, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? That's the thing. Like, it's not always comfortable. And, and and as you know, with tarot readings, like I feel as though um, it's like I don't really feel like it's my job to sugarcoat things and to tell people what they want. I really feel like it's my job to be as loving and as compassionate and kind as possible in my delivery of the message that the cards have for them. So I love how you were, when you pull your card, so for example, in the beginning of the, um, of the, the call, it's like, you know, what, is, what, what does the deck want to tell us today? It's funny, like when I do readings and people say like, I want to talk about love today. I'm like, well, let's see what the cards want to talk about. So I feel like sometimes <laughs> exactly. when the charms come up, it's not necessarily um, to make you feel comfortable and this is not necessarily going to be easy, but I feel as though, like, for example, your, your path has led you to this place of leadership. Maybe it's something that, like you said a year ago, you wouldn't have been as comfortable with this, like you wouldn't have been comfortable with it at all. And you know what? Maybe one year from today, you will be so much further down this road that you're like, you know what? A year ago, I thought this crown was really heavy, and now I realize that I'm strong, and that it's not as heavy as I thought. 
So there you go. It's all, you know, in our evolution. It's all on our path. Like you're all, we're all constantly growing and changing. And um, that may be your, your, you know, your job this year to figure out how to wear this crown with ease. Oh, that's beautiful. I'd love to hear more about some of your success stories that you've had with, with your clients. Can you share any of those? I'd love to hear that, and I think our listeners would love to hear that. Well, you know, I, I really, um, when, I, when I first start working with a client, I really, I mean, um, so I've studied, as a lot of us have, who have come through the tarot school and met a lot of the tarot luminaries. Um, I've studied a lot of Rachel Pollack's work. I've studied Mary Greer's work. And um, so two of the things that I really like to do when I start with my tarot readings, especially when I have never worked with someone before, is I like to tell them what their birth cards and their personal year cards are because I feel as though it is so unbelievably valuable. Like I remember when I found out what my birth cards were, it was like my head blew up. I was like, I can't um, believe, because I'm a temperance hierophant, and the hierophant is a bit unconventional. Like, he doesn't always do things exactly how everyone else does them. And for a long time, I felt like, why am I so different than everybody? Like, why do I, you know, everybody thinks it's a little bit odd that I do all this. And I was like, well, I'm not going to change that because I'm so passionate about it and I love it, but I just definitely felt like I wasn't like everyone else. And when I found out that one of the meanings of my birth cards were that I was unconventional, it was like I got the permission slip to be who I am. It was just like so opening and so lightening. It was just so powerful. So I really like to share, like, what are your birth cards? And then what is the personal year card? So what is the theme? What is kind of like the energy and the vibe that you're going to be living with this year? And, like, I, I, I just, you know, I just did two readings last week. Like, both of the women were like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what I expected from this reading, but, like, you blew me away. Like, before we even started with doing, you know, throwing cards and tossing out charms and things like that. You told me these two essential things about my life that are so accurate and so clarifying that, like, everything is starting to make sense. So um, I usually start my readings with those two components. And then I want to know, like, what, does, what do my clients want to know? But um, I think that I, I mentioned to you, um, I, I did a, I've done a lot of tarot reading. And what was happening, I would say, like, maybe, like, right before the pandemic, even, like, maybe, like, two to three years before the pandemic, people were asking me a lot, how do I continue to work with you after they get this reading that kind of blows their mind? And at the time, like, in 2015, 2016, I really didn't have a way to do that. But what, and so I started like asking myself, well, how else do I want to work with people? And the answer came to me in the form of life coaching. So I decided that I was going to go back to school and I was going to get a certificate, a degree in uh, life coaching. I have a certificate not only from the um, CTI, which is this governing body that I got certified through, but also through ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation. And it taught me a whole new way to approach both the readings and also my coaching sessions. And, um, and so with coaching, like a lot of times I'll just meet, like just like when we meet tarot clients, I'll just meet them for the first time. And people want me to solve the, the bigger problems of their lives. And I feel as though it's a tremendous responsibility to ask someone like a tarot reader or a life coach to say, you know, can you can you figure out my problem for me? Can you can you give me a solution to this? And what I learned a lot is that it's not really my place to give them an answer. Like, should they stay in the relationship or should they go? Or should they take the job and move to the other side of the country? Or should they continue in this job that's more comfortable and fitting? Like, it's not my place to do that. And um, I have a longtime coaching client 
that had a huge relationship issue this summer. And we've done, I've done all the tarot work for her and I've done coaching with her. And she came to me like in a panic because her relationship had kind of like really hit a crossroads. And she said to me, I need you to tell me what to do. And I said to her, you know what? I have given you all the tools that you need. Like, you know what your value system exactly. is. You know what your life is. You know all the, you know your birth cards. You know your personal year. Like, you know your path. Like, you know who you are. I'm going to support you through this decision, but I'm not here to give you the answer. I'm here to ask you the questions and kind of require you to dig and do the work so you find out the answer that fits your, you know, mental approach to things. Because I would never say to her, honey, this relationship is not headed in a good direction. Like, you need to, like, jump off the train. Like, just jump off this moving train while you can <laughs> kind of thing. So it wasn't my space. And um, so the relationship continued for a couple of months. But what happened was um, she kept on coming up with this, like bumping up against this same issue. And I said to her, well, well how are you going to handle that? What are you going to do about that? You know, how do you feel about that? It comes up for you when these scenarios keep happening. It's like, you know, Groundhog Day. Like, we've done this already. And she's like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. And I said, and that's what I need. I need her to come to her own answer. And sometimes it's happens quickly and sometimes it's over a span of time but I feel as though what the tarot does is it helps me get to the essence of who they are quickly and what the coaching does is it allows me to navigate and guide them in a loving and you know confidential and protected way but like you said I'm not promising that it's going to be comfortable like you may be uncomfortable, just like you're uncomfortable wearing your crown. I will guide you and I will love you up, but I will not necessarily make it comfortable for you because being uncomfortable is where the growth is. And that's right. what I'm here for. About the diamonds. You know, you always hear about what, what creates diamonds. Well, they're a lot of gold. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> so um, what can... Our, our listeners expect from you in the future. Are there? Do you have any uh, dream projects that you're working on, or you want to put out to the universe and, and say that you want to do? Because putting it out there kind of makes it happen. So, what would you? What, what do you want to do in the future? Okay, okay, you're going to get me to confess to something. So um, I am very interested. So one of the biggest things to me, and this has been a part of my life since my grandmother taught me, is my intuition. And when I listen to my intuition, I, I, my life flows. And when I ignore my intuition, I sometimes find myself in situations that I'm like, I knew that I should have trusted myself. And I think that many of us, and whether it's in a big situation where I have had clients tell me, and I'm sure you have had too, they should never have walked down the aisle. They knew when, you know, before the wedding even started or they knew, like, whatever, that this, they were marrying the wrong guy or that they should never have accepted this job or they should never have made this move. And I'm like, well, well what was it that told you to do it? And they're like, well, I was, I was embarrassed or I was, you know, it was too close. Like, I, I couldn't cancel the wedding. We were already walking down the aisle or I couldn't, you know, say no to the job, I had already accepted the bonus or like whatever it was. And I feel that what I would like to do is create a class on how to trust your intuition, like how to find it. Because I ask yeah. people sometimes, so what's your relationship with your intuition? And sometimes people are like, oh, well, I kind of know what it is. Some people have no idea what it is. And some people are like, well, I know, but I don't always listen. So I feel like, and how does that work for you? Like, I'm, always, I'm just like, once again, bringing my curiosity and openness. I just want to learn from people. And I feel as though this is a topic that I hear again and again, that if people were to trust themselves to making the right decisions and knowing who they are, which is why I, I go into values work and, and knowing what your life purpose statement in is and, and finding like a, um, I, I work on something called the leader within, which is like your own like best friend, which is you, leading yourself from the inside. Like I, I teach clients to do all these things 
So then when they come up against challenging situations, they don't feel as though they are without resources. You are your own best resource. You just need to know where to go internally in order to get the answers. So yes, that's what I do. So I would like to create a class. So anyway, to answer, answer your question, I would like to create a class on how to tap into your intuition, how to awaken that if you have not yet made that connection with yourself. Because, you know, we all know people that, like, talk to the people that stand next to them at the post office and, you know, share their life story with, you know, we've all heard someone at Starbucks telling us way too much information. I feel like we don't need to do those things if we trust ourselves. And that's what I am looking to do in the world. In addition to my individual work, and I still love my parties and events because they're so fun. Like, I just really love meeting and connecting and, you know, just learning from other people. So I will always have many balls in the air. I mentioned because of my Gemini moon, but um, I just feel like I want to be a resource. I want to be a spark that kind of, like, starts something new for people and allows them to show up for themselves in the world. Awesome. And where can our listeners follow you? Uh, website. Well, my website is my name, VinaBaron.com. But you can, I, I have a regular, I put out a YouTube video. Like I talk about the cards on YouTube. You can find me under my name there too. And I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram as Dina Barron. I pull cards. I share, you know, interesting tidbits about readings that I do. I publish a little bit of a funny meme every now and again. Like I just try to be engaging and fun. And I want to know what my readers are up to too, what my followers are up to. So I like to engage. Awesome. Well, um, that just sounds really awesome. I know that everyone's going to want to follow you. And um, looking at the clock, i got to tell everyone what's coming up on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. And uh, we will have opportunity to take a few calls so if people are hanging on the phone lines don't hang up i'll be getting to you but um and i think you're going to be uh riding next to me as i take the calls so um you'll be able to talk to both me and dina but let me just tell you what's coming up here on the psychic talk radio network uh friday been, you know, it's been kind of quiet. It's summertime, but now September is here and things are going to start to get busier here. So this Friday, September the 2nd, uh, Catherine Hahn will be returning with her spiritual guidance radio. So you want to check that out um, and uh, go to the go to our website. I believe she's going to be on at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, or whatever time that is, live by you. And, of course, the shows will be recorded. And then the next day, Saturday, September the 3rd, we're going to be having free uh, crystal readings with host Mary Brown. She has a wonderful show called There's a Rock for That, and then she's going to be doing crystal readings. And then the next day, which is Sunday, September the 4th, there is the Angelic View with uh, Maria Moss, and she's going to have her special guest co-host, Dax Carlisle. So a lot of stuff's going to be happening in September. Oh, and I almost forgot, I'll be back on Sunday, uh, September 11th. Same time, same bat channel, and I'm going to be doing a special show. I'll be announcing that later. You'll be able to see that on Facebook and Instagram. And I'll also be doing uh, some free uh, tarot readings. So without further ado, Dina, are you ready to take some calls? And uh, we'll go with the caller who has been hanging in there and waiting uh, the longest. So I'm going to area code two zero five. I'm bringing you on live. So Mike, take a moment. Hi, you've been waiting Hi. so long. Here. Hi, what is your name and where are you calling from? 
Hi, my name is Patricia, and I'm calling from Alabama. So thank you, ladies, both, for taking my call. Oh, Hello, Patricia. Hi. Hey. Hey. Anyone wants to uh, get you a message because I'm, yes. I'm getting um, a message right away without without you even saying anything. I'm actually <laughs> a message is coming in, believe it or not. And thank you. It, it's it's saying get ready. You know, Trisha, get ready. Uh, there is some good blessings that are coming in to your invisible savings account. Okay, you've been doing a lot of good stuff and you know, showering the world with uh, your blessings and some blessings are coming right back at you. Oh, I received them. Thank you, Jesus. I received them. Yes. Thank you. And what I pulled, I pulled a charm for you. And I chose, I pulled the birdhouse. I pulled the birdhouse, and there's like a little bit, a little bird kind of sitting on the house. And um, and it says, you know, the message of peace and um, and and going home comes through for me. So I don't know if that resonates with you. Hmm, peace and going home. Well, I love. I'm sort of like a homebody. Um, and uh, definitely it's, it's been peaceful around here lately. The youngest um, has finally left the nest out of the three. So I've just been taking it in, and I've been enjoying every single minute of it. <laughs> well, so you can oh, finally awesome. take a deep breath and take care of you. Yes. You've been putting. I see. So like you're you're busy. Like you're like always building the nest and taking care of everyone else. And for the first time in a very long time, you don't have to do that. Now all you need to do is take care of you. Oh my God, that is so true. <laughs> that is so true, and um, that's what I'm doing now. I do have my baby um, Nola. She's my um, she's my cat. So even after the youngest one left the nest um, about a month and a half ago, uh, well, two months ago. And um, at one point I was taking care of my grandkids um, because my daughter uh, kind of slipped up a little bit, but she's, thank God she's back. Um, uh, she's, she's gotten the kids back and she's doing good. Then my then came Nola, and um, I told my son, I said, oh, my God, you done brought me Something, something else to take care of. I said, I thought it was just going to be me. He said, well, Mom, she followed me. And so he surprised me with her almost a year ago. So I do have her. And um, she can uh, be a, get a little irritated with me, and I get a little irritated with her. But we seem to get along just quite fine. <laughs> well, it sounds like you... You know, you that that sounds like a really comfortable little little home that you put together. So I see why you're a homebody. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank There's a lot you. of love there. Thank you. A lot of love surrounding yes. you, Patricia. Well, thank, thank you, you so much, lady. Thank, thank you. you for love the you message. very much. Love you oh, both you're so welcome. even more. Many blessings <laughs> to you. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, so I am going to the next caller that has been waiting in line. Sounds like a New York number. It's 914. Area code 914. What is your name and where are you calling from? Thank you so much. My name is Catherine. I'm calling from New York and lovely show. So far, I appreciate it. Uh so lovely to have you here. You bring such great energy. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I You'd like a, a message? Okay. Um, Let's hear your yes. question. Let's see. Um, I, I'm working on a project with a gentleman um, named Bruce, 
and I I want his, I wanted to show him other projects as well that I have. I was wondering if you see that going um, in my favor, if um, it would be the right path to go. Just any information you might pick up, I appreciate. Okay, well, right away, I'm getting that um, there's going to be a lot of good collaboration, you know, working. You know, this is a time when uh, you can, you know, you can trust and you can say yes to um, the new opportunities and partnerships that are on your way. And, you know, just trust and the doors are going to open. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, the the tarot card, I love, I love it where it shows people working together and they're actually building a cathedral. So through okay. the efforts of, you know, people that work well, they create, um, they create a beautiful gift for the world. And you know, I'm getting full speed at say yes to these these opportunities and, and by opportunities, these ideas that are popping into your head. And get ready to get, you're going to be busy. Get ready, oh, enjoy the swimming and relax, and then you're going to be really busy in September. <laughs> well, and, and oh, I pulled a charm you. for you, um, and the charm oh. that I pulled was the scale. So it looks like, you know, like the scales of justice, like um, okay. balancing a balancing scale. So I would say that it sounds like you're juggling a few things. And, yeah. um, and I want to make sure that what you're saying yes to is serving you as well. So I feel like if this, if this gentleman, Bruce, is, is pulling his weight and he's contributing equally. Like I want to make sure that um, it's an equal partnership and that you are getting, um, you know, your fair share of acknowledgement and, you know, compensation, whatever that may be. So um, I connect this with a message. Um, I also pulled one Lenormand card, which I got was the fish. And the fish is about blowing and about, money coming in. So I feel like this could be a good business exchange for you as long as there is balance. Like, you know, you know that feeling when our life is off balance and everything doesn't feel right. So what I want right. you to do is make sure that it sits right with you. So check in with yourself. Are you on board? Are you super excited about this? And is your life in balance doing this work and all of the other projects that you are also engaged in? Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, thank you, ladies, so much. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, and love thank you. Love you both, too. Thank you so Good much. Good luck, yes, with sweetie. You. Thank oh, you. are so welcome. Okay, we're going to take another call, and it's area code four five. What is your name and where are you calling from today? Not about Hi, my, my name is Maria. <laughs> I'm calling from New York. Another New York call. Yes. <laughs> and and how would what would you like to know today? Yes, I like to know. I'm gonna go in Italy uh, to my vacation on vacation. You see me, I'm going to buy a house over there near the water, a villa near the water. Do I see you buying a house? Yes, uh, near the water. Because I wait for cementos. Okay. Well, what I'm seeing, I mean... Some, some legal issue that you have that's going on here in New York, and I see you resolving that, okay? But that could hold up things as far as, um, you know, that could slow things down as far as as the house. Um what 
what I'm getting is, and it's it's kind of like I'm just going to roll with it. It has to do with with choices and the choices that um, that you're going to be making this year. Uh, you want to make sure that they're what you want to do. You don't want to give your your power away to anyone else as far as making uh, these decisions, whether it's a house or or where you are, um, you know, what you're planning to do. You know, you want to get back that control. There is some kind of legal issue that um, I see you resolving it, but it's also saying that you need to take, that's going to be the thing that, you do need to get that resolved uh, before you move. Um, as far as um, by water, I, I'm picking up mountains, mountains and maybe water, but I'm picking up mountains as far as um, where you might wind up and be very happy living there. Dina, what are you picking up with your charms? Well, I think that you will be very interested to know that the charm that I pulled was a house. So the house, (laughs) you like that? Um, The house charm also, so this, I feel like um, the house is definitely possible, but what I also look at the house as because it's a structure, a structure meaning you need there to be structure and order. Like you need to have all your ducks in a row. You need to have all your paperwork done, as um, as Sharona was saying. So I feel as though this this house is in your future, and the the possibility is there. But what you need to have is all of the correct paperwork and um, financial documents necessary in order to make this happen. Yes, that's a tip. Yes. Yep. I, excuse me. You can give me another question, please. You say you're going to get a settlement about my husband at insurance as soon. Well, that's where I see a the settlement? legal thing showing up. That, you know, there's the legal oh, parts that are showing up. And what it's similar to what Dina was saying. I'm getting that, you know, there's going to be legal papers, but you're going to have to look at them really carefully, okay, and possibly even have somebody else another lawyer looked them over and you know that's where that whole thing where I was saying earlier about you know freedom of choice um, making the right choices for you but you know not being afraid to bring in um, you know some extra help there so yeah there could be a there could be a settlement yeah and that and of course that's going to loosen everything up to to bring that house to you to bring that security to you to bring that structure yeah, and it's funny. I I pulled I pulled the six of wands for that. Yeah. So it's about um, yeah, like a little. You know, you're gonna to have to not be afraid to you know like to you're you're gonna to have to like take your gloves off and kind of fight for what you want. You know, sure. and not settle. Yes. So everything gonna oh. be all right. Yep. Well, everything, everything, everything will be all right. That we always know that we are gonna be a fun, in the right moment at the right time. That's it. Everything gonna be okay. I want to say thank you. Everything gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh, but, you're you so know, welcome. Yeah. So yeah. Go ahead. God bless. Lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you. And love you so God. much. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Well, Dina, I'm looking at the clock, and we are we are past the hour. We've been going for longer than an hour. So I um, want to let everyone know that I will be back on September 11th, same time, same station. And Dina, thank you. It's been so much fun hanging with, out with you here. Um, uh, and uh, we're going to have to do this so again much. real soon. Yeah, it's I really been a real pleasure. You and your listeners. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. 
Oh, thank you. I'm looking forward and to your deck. I'm looking forward to seeing the Pixie, the Boho Pixie deck. <laughs> oh, you will get you. I will make sure that you you get to take a look at it and um, and get you one. And as far as my listeners out there, I just want to thank each one of you. You know, because you're my friends, you're my family, uh, for joining me here today and. Like I always say, uh, this world, my world, your world, it wouldn't be the same without each one of you, okay? Because you're all, you're all perfect and you're so essential, you know, to, to my world and our world. And I just, just want to encourage everyone to shine your light and find your passion, your energy, you know, uh, we are all here for a reason, and it's not an accident that we came together today. And like I do with all shows, I always remind everyone the most magical word that you can say throughout your day is thank you. You know, just say thank you. You know, even if you stumble, just say thank you. I didn't hit the ground. Thank you. And just kind of trust and know uh, that the universe has got your back, okay? And you know, that it's all energy, the universe, and you and I. And keep keep watching, looking for the signs of the answers there. And remember, always focus on what's positive in your life because what's going to happen is you're going to get more positive situations. And that's because we live in a magical universe. So... Every day I'm going to invite you to say thank you and to step into your power and awaken your true magic. So until we meet again on Sunday, September the 11th, when I'll be back with another episode, I am wishing each one of you countless blessings and high vibrations. I love you all. I love you, Gina. Bye-bye. Love you too, Sharona. Bye, everyone. Bye. Here comes the magic music.